Hello, and welcome to NARC, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Collaborators, home of NARC Troopers. Check out my website where you're going to find lots of wonderful resources to help you on your recovery journey. Tonight, we're going to talk about a promise of forever. The narcissist is simply not built to last and future fakes a flawless fantasy. My pronunciation may be off here. Apologies in advance. The Iglise de Saint-Germain des Prix is one of the oldest churches in all of Paris, dating back to the 6th century. Built, destroyed, and rebuilt over the centuries, the church is decorated by marble columns and colorfully painted plastered walls. Walking the perimeter of the church reveals these layers in time. My husband and I stumbled upon it by accident one perfect summer evening years ago. A choir of people were there practicing for an upcoming mass and we just stood there in awe, lifted by their angelic voices that drifted upwards to the heavens. It was a timeless moment, one you hold in every cell of your body and in every chamber of your heart until your last breath. It was not our first visit or our last trip to Paris and one of many magic moments when sacred vows are whispered and holy promises are vowed in God's house. I reached for his hand and I leaned in to affirm that I would always be beside him no matter what. It seemed like one of those opportunities to light a candle, to say a prayer, and to swear fidelity and forever love. My fear of abandonment, early traumas, and dependent personality needed frequent reassurance, and he was always ready to profess his devotion and commitment. He regularly said, I'm your husband. You can trust me. I will always be here with you. The church, it made me feel like we had always been there for centuries and lifetimes. And he turned and looked at me straight in the face with his ancient green eyes. And he said, I promise I will never leave. I vow to love you forever. We even had a second wedding ceremony in the church a couple of years after our first messy and awkward union. He chose me again and again. He could have exited the marriage. He said he wanted to do it right and to do it in a real ceremony with families and friends and cake. He doubled down and he dug in deeper. It was a choice. I saw a million red flags from the first day, but you know, I, I never listened to those. The first time that I ever saw him creepily watching me from a distance after a Christmas production of the Nutcracker Ballet, he was just standing there like he had picked me out of the crowd and no one else in the packed theater was there but us. I knew there was something wrong with him. It was obvious, but, and the more time that I spent, I knew that even more, but I dismissed it. 
and I looked away and I let the compelling magnetism draw me in like the Death Star and its tractor beam. I had never experienced such intensity or familiarity. I even thought he might be a reincarnation of my grandfather or, you know, they had the same birthday or maybe the child that I had tragically lost nearly 20 years before. How could I feel like I had always known him, always been beside him, always loved him? In the end, after his betrayals and misdeeds had eroded all trust and faith in his ability to act with grace or morals or conscience, his contempt for me was worse than death. It came out of nowhere, the blame, the hate, the disgust, the devaluation. When the mask finally came down, that man who stood with me in the church in Texas and said, I do, that man that stood in the church in Paris that perfect summer night and promised forever, and that man who vowed the same thing over and over in quiet moments in churches everywhere, at the Sacre Coeur, at the Notre Dame, at basilicas in Florence and all through Italy and so many different places, that man, that man was not real. He died a long time ago and was only wearing a costume and playing a role and going through the motions of being a real man, a real human, a real husband, year after year after year after year for 15 long years. I believed him. I had to. I loved him. For all that he was and for all that he was not, it was organic, complete, intimate, real, at least to me. Someone told me recently, we all knew it wouldn't work. We saw it coming. He did terrible things. Marriages can't survive terrible things like that. We knew it was hopeless. And I just said to them, I didn't know. I, I, I didn't know. I thought it was going to last forever. Now, three years after, after he disengaged suddenly in the discard, three years after that, um, you know, he threw away a life that we had built together for so many years. But I understand now what he was and what he did and why he had to do it. People tell me to stop writing about this because I'm reliving the trauma and keeping it alive, thus preventing healing and denying myself a full recovery. But my experience has redefined me and shaped who I am today. The trauma lives in my body. The PTSD remains a beast to tame with self-care, acceptance, and best practices. I breathe it and eat it and live it and sleep it and I dream it, I wear it, all of that, every minute of every day. So writing about it helps me to heal and feel validated and get some meaning in my life by helping other people. I have to do it. It is my lifeblood. It is all that I have left to help navigate 
this solitary life and it gives me meaning and purpose. And while I am so much more than the narcissistic abuse that I survived, it defines me. It defines me in so many profound ways. And here is what I want to tell all of you who are struggling with the promises that, that somewhere in your gut, somewhere in your intuitive core, you know they're false promises not to be believed. This message is for you. <coughs> they will promise you a dream, but they will always give you a nightmare. Always, without exception, you cannot win. You have already lost. You just don't know it yet. You never had them to begin with. It's all a fantasy. Nothing more. And the saddest part is that they believe it is real too. At least for a while. It just can't last. And sooner or later, they will turn on you like the predator they are. And you will be eviscerated and annihilated. There is so much more to this than what it looks to be on the surface. There are layers and layers that explain it once you start digging in and peeling back that onion. The person that you gazed into their eyes, that person you saw, it was your own reflection. That person who seemed to be in such synchronicity with you, so familiar. It's probably familiar because it's reminding you of something from your childhood, some archaic wound or some trauma that's unresolved. And it, that's why it feels like home. And for the rest of it, it's, it's, they're adopting your traits your likes and dislikes, your beliefs, your ideology, all of it, they become you. And, and that's why it's so easy to love. Maybe for the first time, you're getting to experience self-love. Maybe for the first time, they are teaching you how to love yourself, since that's really who you're in love with, because they don't exist, not really not in any true, meaningful way. So that's going to be the ending to this fairy tale story. Every time, no exception. And so you have to ask yourself this, and it doesn't matter if it lasts three months, three years, or 30 years. When they are gone and you are in ruin, and every relationship that ever mattered to you is also in ruins, will you regret spending so much time and energy on someone who is so incapable of ever loving you or giving you what they promise in a healthy way? It is a beautiful dream, and it is beautiful while it's lasting, but it is nothing more.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.